If you have never experienced a near suicidal depressive breakdown, I can tell you what it's like. I had one five years ago. Now hopefully this isn't you, but looking back, I know it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Because up till then, I was just like every other clueless entrepreneur, maniacally focused on success, but ignoring all the signs, moving nonstop from one guru get-rich scheme to another, yet still completely in the dark about what I was supposed to do with my life. But as they say, that was then, this is now, and if you can hear my voice, then you and I both know we are ready to get serious about living the life we love, not just existing in it. But how do we do it? Join me as I work with hundreds of entrepreneurs just like you to learn their insider secrets, what's working now, and more importantly, what hasn't. All to help you, the struggling entrepreneur, decode what's keeping you stuck, enabling you to live better, accomplish more, and truly become the person you want to be. Hi, my name is Brian Forsyth, and welcome to Radically Unstuck. All right, welcome everybody to the Radically Unstuck podcast, the show where we try and and help you, the listener, to figure out what is keeping you from moving forward towards your heart-centered business dreams, your life goals, trying to figure out why you are, you are having problems moving forward in your, in your life, in your business. And with that, I want to tell you about our guest. She is amazing. Her life, as you will find out, is about service, is about helping, is about guiding people towards the best that she can offer. She is a one woman amazeball. I like that word. That's, that's what I'm going to call her from now on. But uh, seriously, Alexia Anastasio, welcome. I'm very happy to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Happy to be here. Hey, so I really, I just want to let y'all know, me and Alexia, we go back uh, five years or so. When I say that she has continually been a help and assistance and a guide. Um, when I was first starting this, this entrepreneurial gig, she helped me, if nothing else, just by supporting me, just saying, look, you know, you have a voice, you have value, keep working at it, you know, and don't expect to be where you want to be tomorrow, that it's a process. And it has been a process. So I really want to thank you for being on the show again. And, uh, and if you can just kind of, it has been a couple of years. So kind of tell us, you know, what you've been up to and, and, uh, and sort of a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Sure. So my background uh, is mostly in film uh, the past 20 years uh, or so. I've produced nine directed five independent feature films. My most notable is uh, called Adventures in Platoons and it's on Amazon Prime. And uh, I, at the moment I'm pitching a documentary series to TV. I'm finishing up a documentary on women with natural red hair called Ginger Girls, The Secret Lives of Redheads. I have a narrative script that I'm in development um, on about my personal life and like relationship drama that has gone on in my past. I, I use my narrative work to generally 
cathartically released what has gone on in my past yeah. and uh, help others so they can make positive change. And so that's about performance artists looking for love, connection, and significance in Los Angeles. I like it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so that's my, my art bubble, <laughs> my art bucket, <laughs> I, I, I call it. And then um, during the day, I, I kind of move energy in the form of money uh, in the finance world. I teach people complimentary, absolutely for free, uh, how money works and how it could work for them and make sure their family is protected um, in many ways. And so um, with financial literacy, uh, so I, I get huge fulfillment from that because I'm empowering people. With, with this knowledge and then also with the knowledge of building becoming entrepreneurs so which is taking me down another path to uh start a business with now i'm putting together multiple partners on a creative energy healing center uh providing value for free mostly uh online through my meetup which is called create yourself and it's online i do multiple events a week where we do energy healing events and then also um, events around, you know, tangible knowledge, how to create your dream into a reality. So, so talking about creating your dream into reality, where did the dream start for you? I mean, have you always done this entrepreneur gig or, or did you just one day sort of wake up and say, well, I'm, I'm tired of this situation and just sort of gravitated. Like, where did it all start? It, I mean, it started when I was younger. My mom is in real estate. So I wa always watched her um, be her own boss and decide when she wants to work and how hard she wants to work and um, what to get what she wanted. And so I was grew up in a very entrepreneurial environment and thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> for thank sure goodness I manifested that support um, because that environment they say like you are the sum of the five people around you and so having my mom being in real estate and my dad being an architect it was very um, my dad was very grounded and then my mom was very forward-thinking and so I got to see them both in action uh, you know, in, in my household. Sure. So my first business, what, I mean, you could probably say when, I mean, my parents were always having garage sales one cause their first business together was in antiques. So whenever my mom would sell a house, they'd help do the estate sale or we'd have garage sales. And they're like, all right, if I wanted new toys, I have to sell, sell my old toys. <laughs> like, all right, I right. can do that. I can do lemonade stands. I can sell Girl Scout cookies. I could, you know, sell 50-50 raffle tickets for the, the soccer game. Uh, rap, you know, we compete. I remember competing for the middle school contest. Actually, my sister and I teamed up our resources and, and time and energy together and we won the most, who sold the most in the whole middle school. Um, and how, many, how many did you sell? I have no idea. I don't remember. I just remember there was the most. And then <laughs> that we I won. won. <laughs> um, and, but especially that it was teamwork that, you know, made us win. Uh, and so it was, that was huge. And, and knowing, 
I love working in teams. Sure. Uh, I went on a retreat one time when we, we found out all of our totems uh, with, with this woman, Lola uh, uh, Peckett, and she uh, is this modern shaman. And, and I found out my foundational totem is a coyote. And coyote is oh, wow. all about teamwork. Wow. So, and what did I always do in film? I, I created teams. Yeah. And so that created accountability and that I'm not alone. So, uh, yeah, my first, like, I mean, I did all those things and then 11 came around. I found, I, I went to some, I don't know, we were at somebody's house and I learned how to do the pattern with beads of these flower beaded bracelets. And I'm like, that's it. I can do that. You know, right. that's the technique. They're like, yeah. I'm like, those things are hot right now. They're trending. I'm like, so, and beads are cheap, you know? So right. I started a basic a little business with my sister and our family friends and my brother. And we sold these on the sidewalk of Fire Island because I grew up in New York on Long Island. And we had summers of Fire Island or Montauk. And so I sold these um, on vacation to all the tourists and the families. Huh. And it was a blast. It, and we were able to buy our whatever we wanted, you know, like our souvenir sweater. I, I remember I had from years, you know, the ice cream that we wanted. You know, we didn't have to ask permission to buy ice cream or free ice cream <laughs> or to get what we earned it. So yeah. that's something my mother instilled in us is like, okay, if you want something, you can earn it. So starting as the, uh, so do you remember what, what you were really like, did you have any dreams at that time? Did you kind of like when you're doing your ice cream stand and you're seeing your mom doing your thing, like, were you like, you know, did you have any idea about what your life might play out? I mean, did you think like you're going to be an entrepreneur at that time or uh, no, I didn't think that. I didn't think that. I, uh, I, I was super shy when I was younger. My mom put me to acting classes when I was about that age at 11. And so I liked that a little too much. So I'm like, oh, I want to be an actress because I like doing, I have so many interests, you know, and I can't just pick one. This is, that's sure. crazy talk, right? right? So if I'm an actress, I can be, you know, some, you know, fireman, firewoman one day, nurse, the next day and you know i could i can play multiple roles right yeah. N not realizing that the actor is the puppet in the <laughs> scenario <laughs> versus the creator so then when i i got to high school i learned more about hey i can actually not only not is you know do film versus theater um i can make film as my art and so that's when I decided, okay, hey, I want to direct. Um, and, and I could act in my films too, and I can do the costumes, and I can do all these things that I love doing, uh, but I can direct. And because this can be part of my art. 17, I knew, okay, I wanted to direct. So did, you, did your parents, you know, because a lot of times whenever, you know, children want to break away from sort of what mom and dad have set in their minds right was there any of that was there any like you know hey mom bit. i want to go yeah, to ab absolutely my dad hoped that i would go into graphic design because every year i was taking computer art but i was taking computer art you know creating 
like self portraits with costumes and you know manipulating images versus doing the group of fonts and all that stuff so it was more for the art and so and then my mom actually when i enrolled in the how my top choice school which was suny purchase She's like, click economics. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to click economics because I want to go here. And I'm, moms will, will say yes if I, you know, if right. I go here. So I can change later. And the second semester, a new major popped up called New Media, which was perfect because oh, wow. I was able to kind of be in multiple conservatories. At that school, you had to like audition to be in the conservatory and then go for that major. Okay. But Again, I had so many interests still at 17. So with the new media major, I was the first class that graduated in that major. I was able to go to the film, taking classes in the film conservatory, the art conservatory, and even natural sciences with the computer classes. So it was perfect for me. Otherwise I would have taken seven years if they didn't have that option. So do you remember like the, the day that you sort of had to say, one direction or were you able to just kind of I, I don't think I, I i still don't think i've come to and that's really what this show was about is getting to the point where you have that you remember you listen if it, go back and listen just all you guys all you people listening right now i want you to go back just for a second and listen to what she said because that's really what this show is about this show is about getting to the point where you're in this place of freedom where you're like, I'm not sure that I've gotten to that point yet. Right. And that was just like how effortless and how easy that was. And that's really what this show is about is having that sense in your life. It's, it's this idea of having a life that you would like for real fight for that, you know, and I think that that kind of the way you said that is just like, okay, we, we can all pack up and go home now because that's really where, where we're headed is trying to, you know, have that sense of freedom. So, yeah. I, and, and I don't feel like it's a fight. You know, I, I feel like I'm divinely guided. And even when I decided I and even decide, you know, I decided to do a documentary on Bill Clinton I don't feel like it was actually me that decided. I feel like it was the universe that decided for me. I just, you know, the universe had to hit me on the head enough times for me to realize, oh yeah, I should do a documentary on Bill Plimpton because I've only bumped into him about a dozen times and he's giving me <laughs> both cards, you know, in, in every single city and, and every single, you know, open bar and university film party, you know, like, but it was just timing for me, like I had to get the confidence enough to, for, for me to be in a place like, hey, it's time I can direct my own feature film. So it, I was absolutely about timing and things happen in our lives at different times. And, and then we make a big decision. So when somebody passes away, you know, right. then we're making way bigger decisions than, you know, we normally would. But thank God for that, because, you know, maybe we should have made that decision three years prior. But we're like, carpe diem, my friend just died. I'm in grief. I'm not going to live like this anymore. Is that, is that the shift that sort of 
put you on the path that you're on right now? Like currently, you know, you've kind of like you're still in, in service and kind of before you were doing Kickstarter and you were doing these, this film and now kind of, you know, you're, you've sort of shifted some of your focus and now you're, you're, you're doing the, the sort of newer thing with, uh, you know, teaching people about money. And oddly enough, it's kind of, kind of like Kickstarter because you're still, you know, in this team thing that you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So you all, you basically, I always reevaluate. So I, I'm, I do something and then if it doesn't work anymore or if it gets hard, then I'm like, okay, what am I doing wrong? And then what else does the universe kind of want for me? And I, I let, and I scan, you know, and I see and I analyze and then things you know, opportunities come in front of me. I'm like, okay, well, I could work with this client or I, I don't have to, you know, am I going, you know, does this feel good? And if it feels good, I'm like, absolutely, yes, let's go. Like, I want to help this person with their project, with their film, with whatever their, you know, with their business, with whatever it is. So it has to be aligned for me. Uh, and so if I can do a better job for me, like, one one a, a bit crucial um, moment also in my life was when I went to see my cousin who is a film producer. When I was sixteen, he's like, you know, you're going to just decide, you know, are you a better actress? Are you a better director? Are you a better producer? You know, yeah. and, and you know, you, you're going to want to pick which one because. Sure. But I didn't want to pick. <laughs> so I just kept on doing it all but now I realize where he was coming from right because he's probably my age when he gave me that advice <laughs> and um but I don't regret anything you know that I've done because it brought me to where I am now so I know I'm a great producer I know I'm a great director um I know I have a ton of fun acting but I don't always have to do it all in the same project. Yeah. And so I think that you also just told us something that I, I want to highlight, which is this idea of reassessing. And uh, one of the things that really can mess us up as, you know, entrepreneurs or, you know, people that want to be entrepreneurs that are sort of trying to get on the path is this idea of, continuing, continuing to, to do the same thing, to work at the same, you know, whatever it is and, and never really stepping back and saying, is this working? You know, is this just about me making a bunch of money or is this something that is related in some deep way to who I, who I am and how I want to live? And this idea of assessment is, 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 is often sometimes not even covered, not even mentioned. And, you know, people that are espousing these entrepreneurial avenues. And so listeners, I would encourage you to consider, you know, just like Alexi was talking about, right? Like actually consider, step back and, and look at it and decide, you know, is this you or is this just you trying to, you know, essentially make a buck. So I appreciate you highlighting that, Alexia. I do. Yeah, awesome. You're welcome. So now that you're, um, now that you're doing your, your, um, 
you were teaching people about money. So what is your, what is your most amazing experience in, in that? Like, is it your, was it your first time that you, uh, that you really helped somebody and it was kind of like this aha moment or tell, tell us about that. That was, yeah, actually there was this one time where I helped a client and literally he was crying in the appointment and he was so happy that, you know, he could have peace of mind and, and that we were helping him for free and 10 years with his old financial advisor had never done that. He never he oh, felt wow. that he could ask the person questions. Oh man. And okay that was from a brokerage account that he was paying money yearly for. And uh, so it, it's just interesting. Like, and he was worried, he was worried about his portfolio. He's 58 years old. And so we're like, well, you know, there's other options out there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if we didn't move his money into a safer vehicle, he literally would have lost 13% that season. And then this most recent, he would have lost another 30. Um, and at 58, 59, you don't have time to recover from, yeah. from that loss. So it, it's just interesting that one, my parents didn't know about these type of vehicles. Um, Cause I feel like my parents know, you know, you always think, okay, your parents know everything like what, you know, <laughs> but even in New York, you know, they, I, I think there's a lot of romanticism around the stock market, yeah. but do people actually teach you everything about it? No. And, no. and they definitely don't teach you about the downside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, they don't cover that in the, in the brochures. Right. The downside you gotta watch, of, uh... you gotta watch uh, Wolf of Wall Street for, for that. <laughs> so, but yeah, so there are so many options out there. And it's, it's just, it's just crazy that we are not taught this in, in high school. Yeah. You're not the first person I have talked to many people that, you know, on the list of, of, you know, reforms, education reform is, is one of the things that some, many people would say we're, we're in need of. And, and that really is, is absent in the schools. I mean, it's, it's just not something that's, that's covered, which is crazy. So we talked about, the good things with, um, you know, the helping people. And has there ever been like a, a time where it was just, it just didn't work out. Like you, you were trying to help somebody and they, I'm, I'm sure there, there are people that you, you lay out what you can do for them. You want to help them. And then they're like, no, I don't want to do it. Or, or. Yeah. I mean, not everybody understands the value of, of what, you know, it is. And, and that's okay. And that's okay. They're just not there yet. Um, or it's not right for them. It's not going to be right for everybody. Um, but generally people should be saving money. <laughs> you know, we have this, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, so, but yeah, it's not, it's not, you know, not everything is for everybody and that's okay. So what, I mean, uh, one of the reasons why I, uh, I, I kind of dropped out of college is I got to this point where I was, my major was psychology, and I realized that I just couldn't do psychology 
I certainly couldn't do counseling. So all that's to ask, um, you know, do you ever, do you ever bring this stuff home that you can't help the people or that it didn't go exactly like you wanted or, or is it um, not really that kind of a thing? Um, you mean like baggage, like wearing it like baggage? Yeah. Like, you know, when you're, you try to help somebody, you get, you know, kind of invested in their, in their story. And then you, you they're like, I mean, Oh, you, you can't, you, I mean, you, you do, but you, you can't at the same time. Um, because you need to save that energy one for yourself, you know, self care. I, I wear, I call it, you know, a protection boundary, you know, bubble to protect my energy. Sure. Um, so I have enough energy for my whole day because I get, a, I do a lot in a day and I have a lot to get done. And so, yeah, you, you can't, you can't carry what didn't, what wasn't meant to be sure. with you into the next day. You just can't, because how are you supposed to bless other people? Yeah. And that's, that's another, um, that's another really good tip. Um, I want to highlight that and thank you for bringing that up because this idea of release that, that, that we need to kind of look at our life, look at our day and see the points where we're still holding on to, you know, the negatives, right? Like the, the things that didn't work out, the things that we were trying to do that didn't work out. The, you know, if you work in an office, then confrontation, unfortunately, is kind of a reality. So uh, I would encourage you to sit back and, and let it go, right? Don't, don't hold on to it. There's this, you know, one, one of the pictures that I have in my mind of, of you know, this 68-year-old person and they're stooped over. And it's almost like, you know, they're, you can kind of see the baggage that's sitting on their shoulders that they've, that they never released. And, you know, whatever age you are right now, I would encourage you, you know, in your day, that's one of the things we talked about meditation earlier. Meditation is, you know, fantastic for releasing, you know, it's like a, it's like a pressure release valve. And, and I know you, you probably, Lexi, you probably can tell us a little bit about that, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I, I practice transcendental meditation, and that has been one of my secrets the past 10 years. So with that, um, so tell us, where can we find you if we are looking to find out more about Alexia and, and what you do? Sure. So my website is alexianastasio.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A. A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-O.com or at Alexi Anastasio on most social media platforms. So that's awesome. Um, like I said, Alexia is this amazing woman. You probably know just from, from hearing just a little bit about what she does. I would highly encourage you to uh, search her out. You know, definitely talk with her about, about the, uh, the the money and the finances and all that because you know all of us can really benefit from from that knowledge and hey it's free so you know definitely avail yourself of the free knowledge that's that's out there and that's that's one of the things that this show is about is to encourage you to to look and find out for yourself and you know if you're especially if you're you know dealing with something that you can't can't really figure out, you know, there are a lot of different 
avenues. Uh, as I said earlier, you know, I have dealt with suicidal ideation, uh, panic attacks, uh, you know, many different things. And so if you're, if you feel like you might be dealing with these kind of things, there are a lot of avenues to reach out and to, to, to get help. All right. And, and I, once again, can't thank you enough for being on and for the listener out there, definitely check out Alexia. Thanks again. Peace y'all. Be good to yourselves.